You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekweme. Romans chapter 12. As we engage in the word of the Lord this beautiful Sunday morning. Romans 12, let's read together verses 1 to 2. If you will, 1 to 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, I know you've got all that mask around your face. You know, you, you've become a ninja church. I, I bind this mask. My God, shall take your tebe. Our days of masking are numbered. Coronavirus be far from our territories. We are free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's not too long. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, Romans 12, 1 to 2. With the mask, read boldly, courageously. This is the word of life, anyhow. 1 to 3. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. I want to read to you here in a companion text, 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish or I pray above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. Your God ain't against your true prosperity. He, he desires for you to legitimately, biblically, and scripturally prosper. And the way to do that is for your soul to first and foremost precede the prosperity that comes on the outward. Anything that is not in that order is not God's kind of prosperity. His prosperity will begin in your heart, in your mind, in your thinking. And that's why when you expose yourself to the word of God like this, you must allow the word of God to paint pictures and paint the right image of the future that God has in store for you. If you can see your future, you can walk your way out from your now into the then. Uh, that's why if you leave, well, let me not go there. But you know, if you live in some parts of town where you don't quite see the right kind of neighborhood, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you've got to take a trip somewhere. Take a trip from here to Maytama. We'll say too. Uh, Gariki too maybe. Uh, and see the neighborhood that you ought to shift to in moments to come. Whilst you're still where you are. Because the dream. Makote, I'm already preaching now. Because the dream of your future is fixated in your mind. I, I tell you. You can't stay there for too long. 
single sisters, you got to make up your mind that your God is still painting mustache on Mr. Wright. He's being loaded up right now so that by the time he shows up, he ain't showing up empty-handed. No, he's showing up with power, with a mind and some am I preaching this Sunday morning somebody shout yes I can see my future I, I see my cotopelos the, the, the prepared place built I drove past the prepared place I looked up and said I see eight towers fully furnished I see two elevators what do you see I see Bethel city on the airport road fully built I am getting ahead of myself. What do you see, single men? What do you see, married men? What do you see, CEOs? I see your business flourish. I see the limits and the limitations that are gagged up around you, broken by the word that is coming your way this morning. For an assignment, total life transformation part number five. If you can see it, you can seize it. Father, thank you for the blessing of your holy word this hour. I beseech you again to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of clay of the seven sun that this day I will come to your people with a word from the throne of grace. I hide myself behind the cross, overlook my flaws and my inadequacies and speak expressly, thus said the Lord. Let your church in this place and across the nations be edified. Let devils be terrified. Let Jesus alone be glorified with us always to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' wondrous name we are prayed. Somebody shout a big amen. Look into your neighbor's eyes. I know with the mask you've got there and tell them, I, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I can see a glorious future for you and for this church. I can see it. I can see it. Because you see it, you will seize it. You may be seated in God's wonderful presence. Total life, transformation part number five. For those who have been with us on this journey for the past few weeks, it's been the most exciting, adventurous, life-changing, life-transforming series on the subject matter of the renewal of the mind. One of the things we've laid by way of backdrop is that the subject matter of renewal of mind is perhaps one of the most important of subjects you will bump into or come in contact after giving your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because after you gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, you soon realize that though you change and transform greatly because your spirit was recreated, Bible does declare in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if any man be in Christ... He's a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new, but it says also all things have become of God. So the fact you said yes to Jesus, he brought about a recreation process in your spirit, man. You became a brand new creature. But if you're sincere, you realize there's still certain tastes and likes and choices and decisions you used to make before salvation that perhaps you will still be struggling even after you said yes to the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't weigh them away. And God does understand that, that change begins in your spirit, but change must continue in your soul, which is made up of your mind, your emotions, and your will. 
And what happens to your soul is that your soul needs to be renewed or your mind needs to be renewed and your soul needs to be transformed. We began to see the process where which God wants us to renew our minds and transform our lives. So don't be conformed. Don't be pressed into the world as a mold. Because if you do nothing about your life other than just accept Jesus Christ, the world will press you into a mold. You be conformed to think like the world, to walk like the world, and to behave like the world, even though you are born again, blood washed, and presumably heaven bound. Something drastically needs to change as to how you think. Your mindset needs to now be regulated and changed and altered by the word of the Lord. You can't think as you used to think before. If you do, you go back to where you were before. You can think your way out of God's blessings. You can think your way out of God's prophecies over your life. You can think your way out of God's promises to you. Yes, the Bible declares, I believe in 2 Corinthians 1.24, that his promises to you, they are yes and amen. But you know what? He requires you to agree with his word. Amos 3 3. Except true walk or agree, they cannot walk together. So while God has declared that you're set for rising, set for lifting, set to experience revive for glory in this year, you must agree with God. And where you are, I want you to just not in your spirit, God. I agree with your word concerning me. I, I, I don't agree because the economy is right. No, sir. Listen, there are those who are not living under the economy or under the climate. They're living in the covenant. There are those people who will say like Job, when there is a casting down, they will declare there is a lifting up. Listen, listen. The covenant is thicker than the climate. You didn't get that. Let me say it again. The covenant is thicker, is more sure than the climate. The climate may say there's recession. <laughs> Hard, pull back. But the covenant says, Isaac, so. So Isaac, the Bible declares in Genesis 26, that he sowed in the day of famine, in the year of famine. Guess what? He didn't hoard, he sowed and he reaped a hundredfold in the same year. That was not the economy. That was not the climate. It was the covenant. Please, don't live under the climate. The climate will make you scared. The economy will make you scared. Shouldn't I become miserly? You know, can I confess to you? Some days ago, I began to tell the Lord, tell the Lord, say, Lord I, I, I want you to increase my heart of generosity. Mm. You know why? If you look at the climate, you would tend to begin to hoard and pull back. Oh, I don't know whether I'm preaching somebody now. Listen, how far can your salary take you? <laughs> I believe in saving. I believe in investment. But how far can your savings take you? 
How far can your investment take you? We must push beyond the laws of demand and supply. Listen, there is another world outside this world. That world is a world of the spirit. It's the unseen world. It's a world that governs this world. When you know how to operate in that world, you are a master here. John 3, 30, 31. He that is from above is above all. You are what? From above. Can somebody shout, I am from above. Because I'm from above, I'm above all things. You are above disease. You are above cancer. You are above COVID-19. You are above premature death. You are above delays and denials. You are above infirmity. You are above accidents. You are above curses, jinxes. I don't know what it is. Witchcraft and wizard. You are what? Come on, Roger Chad. I'm above. Please, when you walk out of church this Sunday morning, go into your home, go into your office on Monday morning, walk like one who is alien to this world. You are a stranger. You are a gazing stock. You are from another world. When you talk about your dreams, they ought to get scared. Why? I talk based on what the Lord showed me. The Bible says, I hear the sound of abundance in the middle of famine. What do you see? What do you hear? Somebody still here? Somebody still here? So the renewal of the mind is a very, very important subject for a believer. We saw severally that your life experiences today are largely, as a result, largely of your overwhelming thoughts of yesterday. That means your yesterday's thoughts in their abundance led to the reality or to the manifestation of today's results. Please track with me and write if you can. If you don't like where you are or what you're experiencing today, God is not to be blamed. The devil is not to be blamed. You and I are to be blamed based on what we've allowed to come between our ears by way of thoughts. The devil will try to give us the impression that our thoughts are not important. How wrong. Your thoughts are very important. Your thoughts are spiritual matter that occupies spiritual space. Did you hear me? Your thoughts are spiritual matters that occupy spiritual Space. Proverbs 23, 7. We've read that over and over. As a man thinketh in his heart. What? So is he. Right? As a man thinketh in his heart. So is he. So your thoughts will determine your experiences. Or will determine what will happen in your life. Your spirit is born again, heaven bound. But if you don't change your mind to agree and to align with the word of the Lord, you can be supposedly heaven bound, but on the earth catching hell. take it here. And it won't be the fault of God. It won't be the fault of the devil. It'll be the fault of you and I who made choices. 
So God says in Deuteronomy 30:19, I present before you good and evil, life and death. But I will that you what? You choose life. You choose life. In other words, I can only present to you. You've got to choose. You've got to choose. Because I made you in a God class. Little G. And the God class has choices. I won't take away your choice. If your choice is victory, I will agree with you. If your choice is defeat, I will agree with you. That's how powerful this thing is. He, he, may, he will create situations around you, send words like this to help reformat your heart, this, to change your thinking process. But ultimately, what you say is what he will do. He said, said, as you spoke to my ears, so will I do. I, you know, I sometimes wish that God will overrise my stupidity and my for laundry and my wrong choices to just bless me anyways even though my thought is wrong and my words are wrong but guess what it will not be it will not be God because he's not about to break your will no sir he's about to agree with you how can two walk together except there be an agreement so your responsibility for the rest of your life when you got born again listen to me is to pick up the bible violently, violently and begin to wash your brain. Did you hear me? To wash your mind with 66 books of the Bible. Listen. Don't, don't, don't trivialize this to be a Sunday class material or just for Sunday sermons preaching. No sir. This book is called the book of life. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word was God in the beginning. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. That word shines into the darkness. And darkness could not comprehend it. Poverty is in darkness. Fear is in darkness. Anxiety is in darkness. Weakness, trepidation, failure, faultings. They are in darkness. The answer is not your pastor pouring oil on your head or spitting over you. The answer is get light from the word. For the Bible declared it is the entrance of the word that gives light and brings understanding to the same. Roger, you need higher level of spiritual intelligence. Post-COVID, what you need is not just an idea but a God idea. The people who are going to rule and reign in this generation are people who know the law of their God, who know the mind of God, who are in touch, in tune with the heart of the Father. No, you can't be satisfied playing church. You've got to go home and pick up your Bible. A day should not pass without you turning one page or the other of the Bible. Why? It is what is given to us to renew our mind. It's hyssop. You know what it means to go into the laundromat and throw your dirty linen in the washing machine and bring them out clean, spotless? The Bible is heaven's laundromat. 
The Bible declares, Hebrews 4 2. The words preached to us was also preached to them. But it did not profit all who came to church. You have a sticker on your car. Revive for glory 2020. But your Bible closed. You're in church. Perhaps not in touch. What you thought the church is was a nursery. For your papa, your pastor, to your leader to feed you with, with milk and, and give you diapers. But you soon began to find out the church is beyond a nursery. The church is a university. It's to graduate people. From babyhood class to sonship class. It's to raise sons that God can use on the earth. Is to raise men of integrity and power that God can rely upon. Is to raise men that no matter what kind of bribe they are thrust at in the office, they say, no, my conscience cannot handle this one. I would rather have nothing and have God than have billions and sell my soul. That's a son. I said to you, I said to you again, your pupit is not here. This may be my pupit. Your pupit for bankers is in the banking hall. Doctors, your pupit is in the hospital. Lawyers, your pupit is in the court. How do you execute your life call on a day-to-day -day basis? Does it bring God glory and honor? The challenge with the church is this. We've brought about a severance between church life and the kingdom of God. So we come to church on Sunday. We all look so wonderful. You have your church hat. You have your church dress. I have my church tie. I have my church wave. But on Monday morning, some people from church become lioness and tigers in the banking hall. They can abuse. They can curse you out. They break traffic light. Eat pounded yam or eat bananas and flip the, the peel out of the car. They ain't kingdom. That No, sir. No, sir. That's the challenge. And the other people understand there is no separation between religion and kingdom. They bow on Friday to their God. On Monday, they uphold the tenets of their God in the office. They move policies to suit their own kingdom. That's not church. But in church, on Monday, say, no, I, I can't do it. No, no, they, they go complain. No, they, uh, no. But they are doing it and you're not saying anything. Hey, 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 let's wake up. We're a people of the kingdom. Matthew 11, 12. Since the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence. One version says, and the kingdom of God is advanced by violence. I pray, Roger, <laughs> that a renewed sense of violence will come upon us. Not physical violence, but violence based on revelation that you're not from this world. And nobody, living or dead, can push you aside. No, no, no. You're called by God to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Nobody can shift your irrelevant relevance. You are called to be relevant. I'm no pushover. You're no pushover. Do you hear me? 
called, appointed, anointed, set apart, separated, consecrated as what? As a sign and a wonder to your generation. I see you rise from within you. Several who came to church this morning were just, you know, you know how you can be stooped in your heart, not, not really knowing what will happen in this country. Oh, no, no, but, but, but as the word is coming, I, I can see souls, you know, like a flower budding rising. I, I can see it literally, literally, I see it rising, courage rising, confidence rising, boldness rising. You will be not like the tender spies who saw the giants and forgot the promise and the prophecy. You will be like the two spies. Their names are called Joshua and Caleb. The Bible says that Joshua or Caleb had another kind of spirit. You will be like them that have another kind of spirit. You're saying the land is mine for the taking. Why? God said it. I believe it. The giants notwithstanding Nigeria, church it is for your taking. I see policies shift for your favor. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a rumble in the jungle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can somebody give me seven sanctified hallelujahs? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Come on, hallelujah. Clap your hands, all ye saints. Shout to your God with a voice of triumph. It's your moment. You are the verge. Somebody's water is about to break. You are the ninth month in the next few days. Guess what happens at the ninth month? You are about to have a baby. Somebody's water is about to break. Twins and triplets and quadruplets, sextuplets, or shatepeloka. Shut, I'm about to have a baby. Oh my God, my God, my God. Now I'm getting the understanding of what I said last week. September to remember the ninth month, you are going to have a baby. Let God be true. Every man be a liar. So your responsibility is what? Renew your mind. Let's go deeper this beautiful Sunday morning. I said to you, by way of teaching, that the mind has two aspects. One is the conscious mind. The other is a subconscious mind. And I said to you, most of the things and activities that goes on in the mind, please listen, please listen, have more to do with the subconscious than the conscious. The conscious mind is only responsible for 15, if up to, or 20% of the activity of your mind. That means your conscious mind that thinks you know is thinking, you tell yourself, I'm going to church, you go into the washroom or the bathroom to have a bath, you dress, you get into the car or whatever it is and come to church. That's your 
conscious mind. But you see, your subconscious mind, whilst you slept through the night, oh, Yakatabaloka, was responsible for regulating your heart, regulating your pancreas, your liver, and the functioning of your brains. It wasn't your mind. You didn't tell my mind, mind, think, okay, mind, heart beat now, beat, okay, one, two, three. No, 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 no. You were not aware that your heart was beating, your kidney was functioning, but it was functioning. And for some of you, maybe a fly passed through in the night and touched your nose and you roll from one side of the bed to the other and unconsciously you did this boom you threw away the fly but your mind cannot remember what your subconscious mind did so you see the subconscious mind is very very important when we speak about the mind renewal process because really really that's what we want to get renewed why the subconscious mind, I said to you, please note this, doesn't know good or bad, doesn't know evil or right, doesn't know holy or not holy. What he knows is a program. Whatever program you inject into it, whatever, whatever, whether right or wrong, it goes into action to produce the reality of the program you introduce into it. So if the program has been introduced and it says failure, 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 no good, no good, no good. Insecurity, insecurity, insecurity. Now, no matter what you hear from the best of teachers, until your mind is reprogrammed and renewed, when I say you are blessed, you say, it's for these people, not for me. You quickly exempt yourself from the prophecy and the promise, not because God has exempted you, but your mind has exempted you, but that devil is a liar. And as you open your mind and your heart to hear the word of the Lord. I pray you allow your mind to be renewed to change the program that is there. You need to be reprogrammed. With what? With the word of the Lord. Subconscious. When you've put the right program in your mind, you go to sleep. You know what? Whatever comes your way aligns with the right program. Is that you can say, as in Romans 8.28, all things walk together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I will include there, right? For those whose minds have come in alignment with the mind of Christ. Do you get what I'm saying? When your mind is renewed, whatever comes your way, the good, the bad, the ugly, the sweet, they turn out for your good. Why? The program is designed. Hey, The program is designed to make COVID-19 to work for you. There are blessings behind COVID-19. The program is designed to work for you when your boss gives you the left leg of fellowship. I tell you, seven doors are open because the program is wired that way. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. When my mother and my father forsake me, then he will pick me up. The program is wired to turn things in my favor. 
When men are breaking down, the program is designed for me, me to be singled out from the crowd for a lifting. Hey, that's a program. The program is failure proof as far as men are concerned. They may think I'm failing. They may think I'm going from bad to worse. But the program is such that all things ultimately work together for my good. That's a program. What program? The word. I said to you, one way to renew your mind is by repetition or by meditation. I want to use the next few minutes to talk to you very briefly about meditation. Meditation, very, very important. Meditation. I'll start by reading a few scriptures that pertain to meditation. Hallelujah. It will seem that Joshua may have gone to God after the great mentor and leader Moses had died, had left the scene, oh boy. And Joshua had to step into the big, daunting, mighty shoes of his mentor Moses. As he stepped into the shoes, he looked up to God. I'm just giving you my own version, right? And said, Papa, you know Moses is so great. Nobody showed up on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights to have colonia with you, ever. You know, I'm too small to carry these, your people. Can, can you give me a secret as to what I need that I will not be a failure? You may think that God said, okay, I'm going to give you power. I'm going to give you miracles. I give you a rod like I gave Moses. Let's see what the Lord gave Joshua. What he gave Joshua, he gives us in the new covenant. Joshua 1, 7 to 8. Let's read together. Simple but mind-blowing. Only be thou strong and very courageous. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. This is the success formula God gave Joshua. That thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. So it's meditation that leads you to do. Praise the Lord somebody. So we must not be hearers only but doers of the word of the Lord. James 1, 23, 24, 25. It is the doers that will be saved and will prosper, not just the hearers. And we'll see the stopgap between hearing and doing is meditation. Hebrews 4.2 This word did not prosper or profit those who heard it. Right? Because they failed. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. They failed to mix the words they heard with what? Oh, come on. With what? Romans 10.17 Faith comes what? 
By hearing and by what? All right. So how we mix, oh boy. The words we hear is to hear them again. Once has the Lord spoken twice. Have I heard that power belongs to God? So there must be a second hearing. Your external ear heard once. Your ear, the ear of your mind, the ear of your soul must hear again and again. And I'm here to tell you how you hear. You hear again by meditation. I found that one of the, the reasons for the failure of many believers, listen carefully, it's my discovery, is believers have not learned and mastered the art of biblical meditation. Biblical. Not new age. Not metaphysics. No. Biblical meditation. He said, listen, said, thou shall meditate. Not levitate. Okay, get that tomorrow. Meditate, not levitate. All right. And meditate there in day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shall thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Not just that. And then thou shalt have what? Good success. Do you want good success? Not just success. What is good success? Proverbs 10, 22. The blessings of the Lord makes rich and no sorrow whatsoever with it. That's good success. It's the one that God cares for, the one that God, he, he maintains. It's not with sleepless night, anxiety and worry. No, no, no. He packages you well and you rest and you enjoy it. He says he comes by how? Meditation. Not fast and prayer. There's a place for that. There's a place for giving. But this case, it's, it's tied to what? Meditation. Let's look again in the New Testament, if you would. 1 Timothy 4.15. If you think it's only Old Testament, it's New Testament too. The words of Apostle Paul to his son, Timothy. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly, completely to them. Guess what? That thy profiting may appear to who? Underscore the word profit. Underscore the word meditate. Remember Hebrews 4, 2. Right? The words they heard did not what? Profit them. Why? They didn't mix it with faith. Alright? So if 2 plus 2 is 4, 4 is 2 plus 2. Okay? So by extension... What it takes to profit from 1 Timothy 4.15 or, oh boy, for your profiting to appear to all is what? Is what? Is what? Talk to me. Is what? Not faith. Meditation. 1 Timothy 4.15, right? Is what? He said, give yourself wholly, completely to what? To meditate upon what? The word. So that what? Your profit may appear to all. That means you can be born again and your profit will not be seen. I hope somebody came to church with your spiritual ears. You blame God for too long. You blame the devil for too long. No, it's between your ears. Meditate. So it must be that in Hebrews 4.2 to mix the word with faith is to meditate on the word heard. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Can I give you a clue? 
You've heard enough word in your lifetime to change your world. You don't necessarily need another new word. Books in your library. CDs. Online teachings. Three years in this church. Amazing teachings. It's all there. But you know what? Human nature has a way of looking for, hey, what is the next new rema? There's nothing I'm preaching that's new under the sun. It's fresh because the Holy Ghost is breathing upon it, but it's not new per se. It's the word of God. So all you need, you have available already if you're a believer. CDs and books and notes. What is the issue? Listen. It's one thing to eat food and another thing for the food you eat to digest. Oh, I'm being slow and deliberate now. Ah. One thing to eat food, another thing is for the food eaten to digest. One of the words, meditate, means to regurgitate. It means to ponder. It means to think. You find in the Psalms, this word called silah. It means to pause and to ponder or to pause and to think. One of the issues is the Lord, the enemy has brought about so much activities in our day, in our world that Satan has used activities to keep believers from moments of deep contemplation. You can't walk a deeper life of being a believer without learning how to meditate. Track with me. You can be a yo-yo Christian, jump, dance, clap, celebrate, scream and shout, woo, papa, woo, 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 woo. Listen, but if you want to go deep, you must learn to be still and know that he is God. Because of time, I want to give you an assignment beginning from today. Beginning from today, every day, determine and propose you will spend at least 10 minutes. You graduate to 15, to 20, to 30. Hopefully, hopefully one day, one hour. To do what? To sit still. Shut yourself in your bedroom. Turn off your phone. Turn off your iPad. Turn off your TV. Turn off every form of interference. Do what? Sit still before the Lord. Pick one scripture. One scripture. Begin to rule the one scripture in your mind over and over again. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word predates my disease and infirmity. In the beginning was the word. The word predates the birth of any nation. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The word predates my being sacked from the office. In the beginning, faith is rising. Just 10 minutes 
of Kononia with your father. Let the spirit push it out. Push things in you. Guess what? Faith will rise. Confidence of his presence will rise. Courage will rise. But you know what? We're too busy. Martha, Martha, thou art encumbered with much servant, much business. He got the world where the world should be. Where? Busyness, busyness. The mind is busy. Even when we claim to be quiet, there, there are too many files open, programs are open. Your, your village, your children, church, hey, hey, Usher, hey, hey, Jesse, hey, 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 quiet, hey. Can you keep quiet? Be still for a moment. I know that he is God. This is key to the high life, key to the deeper life. Can you rise on your feet? I wish I had time. That devil is a liar. Lift your hand and bless your father. Receive grace for discipline this week. Oh, to meditate, to ponder, to think, to consider, to remember. <laughs> I remember the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. <laughs> oh, my sanctified soul will bless the Lord. I will say like the psalmist, why art thou cast down? Rise up and praise the Lord. I will say and decree and declare, God is on my side. Open your mouth and begin to declare who God said you are. Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. Receive grace for discipline this week and beyond. I will spend time in meditation. Regurgitate like the cow will eat grass and bring it up again. A messy thing, but gets out the nutrients there. Yes, 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 yes. Tell the Lord, I want to go deeper. I'm tired of the shallow, shallow, shallow waters, the outer courts. The way to go deeper, yes, yes, is to launch deeper into the word. Father, we pray for grace as a family. Online across the nations, our family members and those who are here, we yearn to go deeper with you, Lord. Grace that makes for discipline, for meditation. Teach us how to spend adequate time pondering, thinking, contemplating, renewing our minds with the word until our subconscious is reprogrammed with your word. Ah, that will become foolproof and failure proof by the virtue of the new program coming into our subconscious mind. Lord, we thank you. We'll give it the praise and the glory. You're here online, not born again, don't know Jesus Christ. It's it, 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 it's a real tragedy and a travesty not to know the Lord more so in this day and this age we live in. But you can know the Lord by simply opening your heart and inviting Jesus to come into your heart. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man open the door, I will come in and fellowship or cononia with him. You're here saying, man of God, pray with me. I want to make peace with my God. You're even saying, I want to rededicate my life to the Lord. Wherever you are, online, in person, lift your hand wherever you are. Let me stand with you in prayer. Lift your right hand if you're in this hall and wherever you are all over the world, lift your hand to your God. He sees you where you are. Lift those hands. Lift those hands. Pray. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I open the door of my heart as I invite you to be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me all of my sins. From today, for all of times, for all of eternity, I decree and declare, Jesus Christ, you're my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, everybody, lift up both hands. I want to speak a final word of blessing over you. I want to agree with you in this week. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Somebody desirous of a healing touch 
Desires of divine intervention. He sent his word. His word sent heal them and deliver them. Father, I join my heart and my faith with my brothers and sisters in this room and for the, with the multitudes locked online right now. I ask you to release your good hand afresh upon them now. I curse sickness and disease from the root. I command yokes to be destroyed in the name of the Lord. I cause epilepsy. I cause high blood pressure. I cause every blood-borne disease, every heart disease, kidney disease, liver disease. COVID-19 will drive you back to hell where you belong in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, release your oil that makes for favor upon this house. This week, experience the irresistible, unstoppable favor of God. May God place upon you the coat of many colors as you step to your office your working places the doors that were once shut in the name of Jesus Christ this week they are open before you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ according to the holy read the lines falls upon you in pleasant places this week no evil comes now your dwelling none shall die prematurely you are blessed in your going out you are blessed in your coming in Somebody shout a big amen. If that blessing was yours, clap to your God. Let him know I receive. Let him know I believe. Are you clapping or what? Add a shout to it. Come on, Roger. Come on, Roger. Add a shout. Add a shout. It's a victorious shout. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme. Lead Pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the Apostolic Leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic dot org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter, the handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.